This episode of a Top 3 Podcast is brought to you by our friends and proud parents over at the Rat Hour Podcast with Rat Boy. It's your one-stop shop for discovering what's in Tim Allen's trash this week, dirty work quotes with no context, and rabid praise of the Cincinnati Reds' bullpen. And just for our listeners, brought to you by the grace of the tube, here's a sneak peek at this week's episode of the Rat Hour with Rat Boy. What you crying for? Daddy's gonna go... Rat boy. Oh, no, he's not. Yes, he is, too. No, he's not. I promise you, Daddy is not going to kill... Rat boy. Why don't you come on out of there? No? Would you like some milk? Oh, that rat boy, he sure is something, huh? Well, if you want to find out what's really going on... You gotta tune in to the Rat Hour with Rat Boy, part of the Tube Podcast Network. All right, let's start the show. And uh, this, uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody. What's up? Welcome to a Top 3 Podcast, a very festive Top 3 Podcast, where we honor the time-old tradition of listing our favorite things, checking it twice, and arguing about it. You guys like what I did there? My name's Dave Dave, Jackson. You're on on fire. (laughs) My name's Dave Jackson, joined today by Aaron Engel. Did you guys hear all those jokes Dave did? On fire, bro. What's up? You hear about Christmas? You hear about this? <laughs> Not tonight. <laughs> also joined by Alan Nichols. Hi, everybody. And uh, Bloodbath, nickname all of the other reindeer, McGrath. Jingle bells. <laughs> Batman smells. <laughs> Robin laid an egg. Batmobile lost a wheel. And the Joker. The Joker got away. He just takes a puff of a cigarette. Ooh, yeah. yeah, very jazz lounge, bro. Very I was cool. going to say, that's very William Shatner of you. <laughs> yeah, very beat. Very cool. It. it made Aaron laugh in his pantaloons, and that's what was worth it. <laughs> that's why I love you, dude. Today's topic is our top three Christmas gifts that we received. And before we get started with the show... If you would like to support a top three podcast, the best thing that you can do is to tell your friends about it. Leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Good Pods, or any other platform that allows ratings and reviews. And you can participate in our listener top threes. Those calls go out on our social media pages. We have a lot of uh, good listener top threes for this episode. Our social media pages are at a top three podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can leave your own top threes when we put that call out or just chat with us about the episodes if you want. So check the episode description for links to those pages. 
If this is your first time listening to the show, what we've done is we've picked our top three gifts that we received for Christmas, and we're going to take turns going around. So number three is at the beginning, then number twos, number ones, and then lightning round honorable mentions and listener top threes at the end. So uh, Christmas is coming. By the time you hear this, it will be about a week before Christmas. So it's time to get festive. And we kind of consider doing top three Christmas movies, but we would just talk about Christmas vacation the entire time. So we decided to go in a different time, the entire time. Um, And yeah. So instead of arguing about whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not, we're going to talk about gifts that we got and it's fucking not bloodbath. Okay. All right. We're shutting this whole thing down. Damn it. Uh, (laughs) So uh, we're going to do some, a little story time telling about our favorite Christmas gifts that we got. And like, I don't know about you guys, but most of mine are from when I was a kid, like before high school, actually, I think all of them are from elementary school. Just when like back, you know, Christmas is cool now because you still get stuff and you get to give gifts to the people you love, but nothing beats Christmas when you're in elementary school. It's the fucking best. So I, I don't know about you guys, but that's where all of my gifts are coming from. I, I my, you know, I, I have one gift from when I was like a little bit older, but the rest of mine are from when I was younger. And I'm just going to say this. I'm throwing out a hot take, like right off, like right off rip here. Getting gifts is so much more rewarding than receiving or than giving gifts. And everybody knows it. And the fact that everybody is too big of a fucking coward to admit they like receiving things more than they like giving. Th- like if somebody's like, you know, the real gift is giving something to someone else. I'm like, no, the real gift's a PlayStation 3, whole boy. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm just riffing here, but I'm dead serious. And I mean every word that I said. But yeah, a lot of mine are from when I was a little kid. Um. <laughs> Uh, most of uh, most of mine are from when I'm a little kid. There's one from when I'm uh, a little bit older, but uh, yeah, um, that, that was the idea when I came up when we were talking about ideas. Like I, in my head, I'd sort of thought, you know, it's definitely like elementary school for sure. Like when you know Christmas is sort of like at its like zenith, um, as far as like just you know, you know, uh, stimulation overload and just like anticipating it, like. I, I was talking to somebody at work the other day and I was just like, oh my God, man, it's already, you know, December 3rd or whatever. Um, you know, Chris, you know, I had to get all my shopping done and Christmas is going to be here in like 20 days. And like to, you know, at 34, I'm like, oh dude, that's like literally like it, it's going to be like tomorrow. Um, and I remember like being, you know, you know, six or whatever and being like December 1st. I'm like, God damn, dude, there's 25 more fucking days. Jesus, I'm going <laughs> to <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a goddamn eternity. I can't fucking handle it. <laughs> to start screaming and controllably in the middle of school. Yeah. Scr- scratching the walls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I generally agree. Like, I think I agree with Aaron that like, I like to get gifts more than I like to give them. But like when you give a really good gift and you, you uh you see them like using it or like it what i like to do for christmas like or you know before covid ruined everything that we know and love um i used to i i didn't like to buy things for people i used to like buy tickets for concerts or sporting events and stuff like that and so like Mm -hmm. we would like go or they would go and i'd be like yeah that's pretty fucking sweet who gave you tickets to this huh you uh never forget how you're here huh (laughs) 
<laughs> I I can't I can't nice. confirm Dave's feelings because I've never given a gift. So I, I'm just gonna go ahead and take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt that either. I bet you've never given anybody a gift except your friendship. And that and that one girl I gave chlamydia. Yeah, there we go. Got Merry Christmas. Yeah, have fun with it. <laughs> the real gift. The real gift was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> it's chlamydia. Yeah. I got to I was going to say like the second half of that was I was going to say like bloodbath now that you're now that your daughter is getting old enough to like kind of know what the fuck's going on like I bet giving her presents is going to be like the best fucking thing ever. Yeah, uh so she's two. Um so she's just beginning to kind of get like she'll be able to open the gifts this year without like us having to really coach her too much into it she still doesn't know a whole lot like all the little traditions and stuff jamie wants to start implementing like we even talked about the other day like she doesn't know what santa claus is like we've got an elf on the shelf and we've decorated the house and stuff like that and like she doesn't really know it but you know it's sort of like a practice run like we're gonna get all the kinks worked out now that way you know next year when she's three and she can talk a little bit more and kind of really start to get into it we're sort of ready to go but um yeah man i mean it's great watching her you know get a gift um there's been a couple she's gotten last year and for her birthday that like she was visibly excited about and uh so it's a it's a pretty nice feeling. I like giving people gifts, and I'm also kind of like you, Dave. Sometimes I like, you know, um, like last year, uh, just because of COVID and everything like that, we didn't get um, a ton of gifts for uh, my in laws, but uh, they came over for Christmas, and I made dinner, um, and we uh, we did prime rib, um, and I like spent all day making dinner and stuff like that, and that was really nice, and I really like doing that. So I'm kind of like you in that regard too. Sometimes it's not so much that I went out and found something nice for somebody as much as I just was able to do something nice for someone. So this is all so, so foreign to me. This is such a weird podcast already. <laughs> so bloodbath, are you going to, are you going to practice the ritual like goat sacrifice this year or just start next year? No, pra- no, we gotta do it. You gotta get, you gotta get that. Uh, you gotta get that bad one out. out knock yeah. that one out of the way. Right now. <laughs> That's just good parenting, Dave. Yeah. Well, what I mean, I don't have any kids. I'm just asking questions here. I'm just, I'm just, just trying, trying to, to learn, just man. Trying to learn yeah. what what this is all about. <laughs> so, all right, let's get started with our lists. And so, my number three uh, gift that I got for Christmas was, uh, I want to say, probably around 1998, 1999. Uh, but I got an N64 for Christmas. And this was like a combined uh, gift for me and my brother was the N64. And so like, but like I assume, cause like my parents didn't play video games uh, in like for their own entertainment. So I assume that they didn't know what like the popular games were at the time. So we didn't get super Mario 64. We didn't get Mario Kart, anything like that. We got this like, aerial combat game it was called arrow fighters assault yeah and (laughs) like but like i mean i get it like hey uh two elementary school boys they like fighter jets get them the fucking you know aerial combat game so we were playing this and i just remember like you there's this tutorial stage where you're just flying through the air you're shooting these green balloons and that's it and then it we could not beat the tutorial stage 
because this was our first like console to play on the TV. We couldn't beat it. And we, pl- I feel like we played it over and over again for weeks. And then we finally beat that tutorial and we got to like start the actual game. And we were like, this sucks. Let's play the, let's play the beginning again. We like the green balloon part. We're good at that. <laughs> back to the pile. Yeah. Back to the pile. So that's my memories playing. Uh, and like, I also remember like my parents, I, they, maybe they didn't like think this through about like how much we would actually play this thing. Cause like we have our TV in the living room and then like, not that far away we had a we had a fireplace and they put the extra tv on the fireplace and hooked up the the n64 there and so like i assume they're trying to watch tv over there and have a good time and just like you know relax and stuff and we're just like yelling at the tv over on the other side of the room so pretty soon they moved us like all the way in the back of the house like the farthest distance that they could get us from like where they wanted to sit and relax so that's what I remember about the N64, uh, my number three. That totally would have made my list, too. I got my N64 for my birthday, I believe. I, I, I thought about that, too. Like, I don't think I ever got, like, a video game system on Christmas, but if I, like, so I don't have any on my, uh, on my three, but if I did my whole list would probably just be video game systems. They're the coolest form of entertainment in the world. They're the, like, they're the, they're the best toy. And it's not close. Yeah, I agree. Like, so I also had the same problem. I was thinking of a lot of gifts that I really love, especially gifts that I got like as an adult. And I did not get any of them for Christmas. I got them all like for my birthday or just like random gifts through the year. So my Christmas list is all just like, I'm thinking back to that moment of like, holy shit. You know, my parents used to do this thing where it's like, we open all our presents and they're like, all right good Christmas, huh? We're like, yeah, but we didn't get what we want. And they're like, actually, you know, if you go out in the garage, there's one more thing out there uh, we forgot or something like that. And so I'm thinking back to those memories for this list. Uh, that's nice. Yeah, my my parents did that too. Uh, and that actually I think is uh, on one of my lists, uh, that same scenario. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that's always like, nice way of i don't know I, I i look forward to that as a parent like that kind of like oh man like uh, what's that in the corner is that your uh, red rider bb gun yeah <laughs> thing to shoot your eye out um yeah did uh growing up did you did anybody's parents do like um like maybe not consistently but i know like there was a good chunk of time for us like it was like that like um where like your mom or your dad like buy like some like big crazy gift for like you know maybe you're maybe like you're you know the spouse or like for the whole family as a whole that's kind of like a the one big like oh shit we got you know a big screen tv this year kind of like thing did anybody's do you know is that anyone's uh ritual or is that kind of a normal thing in anyone else's house or one time no go ahead dave I was going to say maybe like I don't remember ever doing getting like a TV or something like that, but I'm sure that there were like tickets for things uh, as like a yeah. gift like that for the family. Yeah, I, I, I TV just popped in my head. But yeah, just like like my dad was always big on that. Like he he without even my mom knowing he'd go and buy, you know, something kind of like big and be like, oh, this is the big gift this year. And, you know, you know, 
maybe it was like a, a TV or a DVD player, or like, um, you know, like tickets to something or, you know, something kind of big like that. And everybody was like, oh my God, I can't believe blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or like, um, you know, we never went to Disney world, but like, I'm, I'm thinking of like other, like, oh, we got, you know, the Christmas gift is we are going to take a trip somewhere, you know, like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, um, Alan, what's your number three? Uh, my number three, uh, actually was also going to be the N64, but now it's going to be the Sega Genesis. Um, because I did get video games for Christmas. Here we go. Um, what year is this, Alan? Sega Genesis. Oh, God, I I'm, was probably like eight, maybe, maybe seven. It had to be 95, I think. Maybe 90. Nah, it had to be 95. I don't know. You'd have to ask my brother. Uh, he's smarter than I am. Uh, but the first video game system that we ever got was the Sega Genesis. I think we had two games, and if I recall correctly, it was Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Frank Thomas Big Hurt Baseball. Um, <laughs> both come highly recommended if you get the opportunity to play them. Um, you know, so Sega was, this was, I think, right before Nintendo 64 came out, because that came out, what, in like 96 or something like that? 95? Something like that. Yeah, ballpark. Um, so right before Nintendo 64 came out. So everybody already had a Nintendo or a Sega, and, and we finally got one. And uh, Good times. But I got an N64 for Christmas like two years later, and, and Sega was dead to me. Uh, mine came with <laughs> Goldeneye. It was spectacular. <laughs> Alan's parents cared enough to get him a game he liked. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Uh, that's sweet, man. Um, I mean, Sega's cool. I like it. Um, it. Like, I'm, you know, we're telling these stories. Like, obviously, like we're hitting, um, you know, uh, video games really hard. Like right off the bat. Uh, did um, did anybody? Uh, shit, what was I gonna say? Did anybody? Um, did anyone's pay? Like, did anyone ever have a fear like their parents would get them like a video game console and like uh. You know, it would just like they'd be like, "Oh, like we didn't get you any games. Like you have to wait till like your birthday or something like that, or like you know they just like you know, or like it just like oh, well, it came with one Better game, so job. like start, yeah, like yeah. it came with one game, so start with it. Oh, it came with Tetris, so like get used to that first, and like you know, <laughs> six months you can get something different. Like, well, yeah, like it just that's... the demo disc, and you're just like, fuck. That's how that's how my N64 was. Like like I said, we got the N64 and I'm pretty sure we just had that Aero Fighters assault game. We didn't have any anything else as far as I remember because my first memories of playing it were playing that Aero Fighters assault game. And so like I don't think I cared because I don't think I knew about any of the the other Nintendo games. Like this was um let's see I probably had Pokemon at that point, but other than that, I don't think we had, like, I wasn't aware of anything else that was going on with the N64. I'll just say that. So, like, I wasn't disappointed when I got that uh, that aerial combat game because I didn't know anything about Super Mario 64 or Ocarina of Time or anything like that. 
did uh Alan did you guys just like fucking played all goddamn like Christmas Day, like just annoy the shit out of your parents with it? Oh. The Sega? Yeah. No, not really. Russ and I did not play well together when we were younger. So yeah. no, we didn't really <laughs> play video games together. So. They had to buy two Segas oh. so Russ didn't beat the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But they got one Sega, right? And then a few years later, I got a Nintendo 64 and Russ got a PlayStation. They just, they just broke us off completely separate franchises Mark. yeah <laughs> yeah everybody gets their own no competition yeah. separate Tom areas County. of the house smart, smart parenting yeah no they they're smart they were smart yeah hey sorry i didn't mean to interrupt uh did we skip aaron 100 percent. but i was just oh, letting it ride yeah i was just letting it ride I, just, I, I like to let it ride so then aaron what's your number three okay so my number three is a Tamagotchi. All right. Do you guys remember what Tamagotchis oh. are? No, dude. Of course, yeah. of course, I forgot what a Tamagotchi is. <laughs> I, I'm so stupid for even asking, Dave. I'm sorry. And I hope you're still my friend. Uh, so for the, <laughs> so for, for the, for the, it's so funny how funny Bloodbath finds that. So for the uninitiated, Tamagotchi is just like a little, like a electronic device you carry in your pocket. And it has, a, it's like a little circle and it has a little screen. And on the little screen is your Tamagotchi. It's just like a creature and it starts off as like a tiny little circle and you, Oh man, I cannot make this sound cool. All right, so you like care for this creature and you like feed it and play with it and like it grows up and it evolves and then it dies and then you get a new egg and you have another Tamagotchi. When we were little, this was the like it was so fucking huge like they had like tamagotchis and nano pets and fucking pokemon had one like where it was like a little pikachu that you walked around with and did the same thing uh i i was so excited my mom got me and my sister and my cousin kylie she got us two tamagotchis a piece and i was like be rolling around school they're like hey Aaron, are those tamagotchis and be like yeah my mom got me two of them for christmas <laughs> Uh, cause she, cause she loves me. How many did your mom get you? Oh, you don't have a Tamagotchi. That's so weird. You know, they're big in Japan, right? So, uh, that I was, I just remember being like super duper excited to get this Tamagotchi. And it was like one of those gifts that hit, like, you know, it's what you asked for. It's what you got. I had to have been like eight, nine when these things were huge, but top, it, it was just like the coolest thing in the entire world. So, uh, my number three is going to be Tamagotchis, Dave. I I'm so sorry. And then you forgot to feed them, and they fucking died. And they died, bro. You have to clean up their poop, man. Correct. I mean, that's why yours died. You didn't clean up after them, Aaron. <laughs> it choked on its own fumes. <laughs> yeah, you left it in there <laughs> to waste away in its own filth, you thick asshole. I, um, I was I nine. I was just a boy. <laughs> I had my uh, I had my knockoff dinosaur Tamagotchi as my honorable mention. So I'm just going to yeah. go ahead and say it the, now. <laughs> just collectively, they're they're all very cool. The Pikachu one was the coolest, but you know they they were they were, they were I all forgot cool about machines. that one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that I really wanted. I never really wanted the regular Tamagotchi, but when that Pikachu one came out, I was like. Oh, I need that. I need a Pikachu friend. How am I supposed to ride the bus to school if I don't have one of these? It was like, <laughs> Give me a goddamn Pikachu Tamagotchi. Get it for me it right was a now. Pikachu, 
Pikachu, Tamagotchi, and Pedometer, wasn't it? it yes, like, yeah, counted it counted steps. <laughs> That's how Pikachu leveled up, was by how many steps you took. So you so had this, to wear it to school. So this was one of the things when I went to Tokyo for the first time, uh, I was like on my to-do list was like I because they have this they have this like underground shopping mall in Tokyo like and it's it has like these character stores so there's like the Pokemon store there's the fucking I don't know like uh, Dragon Ball store or whatever and then there's a Tamagotchi store in there and I remember seeing that Sorry, I was Dave, like, I'm not just gonna- for a second when you say underground you mean like physically under the ground or like black market. <laughs> Yeah, these are these are black market. These are illegal <laughs> yeah, Tamagotchis. Yeah. There are real went, people okay. in those things. There are there's fucking they people like they copy people's consciousness and put them in these Tamagotchis. <laughs> this shit's illegal in every single country. I'm just, I'm just picturing like a storefront with like tidy fish bowls filled with kittens. Yeah. <laughs> and Why? So, so, yeah. that, how did Aaron die? They copied his consciousness into Tamagotchi. Yeah, there's a there's, <laughs> there's like a there's a Black Mirror episode that's kind of like that. But yeah, it's yeah. so like when I went to uh, when I went to Tokyo, I was like, I got to go to this character street and I want to see the Tamagotchis. And like it was packed <laughs> full of people buying Tamagotchis. It was crazy. Wow, this was, so in like, this was in like 2015 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask, is, Dave, what does a Tamagotchi go for nowadays? Uh, these, like the ones in the store, like they're still making new Tamagotchis, so it's not like a, no, they're not. Yeah, in Japan, like these, these are new Tamagotchis huh. in the store. Like this isn't like a, this isn't like a used electronics market. These are like new stores selling like the newest merchandise for all of these like character franchises. Mm-hmm. So there's like new the Tamagotchis, Tamagotchi stuff, huh? Yeah, so you gotta for, think like, about it. If it got that big over here, man, just like imagine how explosive that is in the country that it originated in. Yeah, in Japan, I'm sure yeah. it, was, it was wild. So yeah, the I never had a Tamagotchi. I never had the Pikachu one either, but I really, like, really wanted it. And I passed my time on the bus by playing Game Boy, Aaron. So there you go. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like I had two Tamagotchis, so I'm I'm sure your childhood was great. <laughs> Can I come over and touch you? <laughs> yes, but only if you and Bubba do it at the same time. Alan, you can watch. <laughs> I remember those. They were cool. We had, I think me and my sister each had one at some point, and I lost interest after about a week. Um, but for listeners that are are too young to know, like this was like a huge thing for a minute, and they were they were like the size of an egg, and they had a little screen on them, and they like usually were on a keychain. So, um, yeah, I don't know. They had like three buttons. When it when your when your digital pet died, you'd had there was like a little like reset button on the back that you'd have to take like a pin and like press in, and it would restart it for you. So annoying. That was so fucking annoying. Good point, Bloodbath. I I just. I find it really hard to believe that even if someone's listening and they're like 18 years old, they would be like, what's a Tamagotchi? Like these are still, (laughs) it's still like, you know, in the ether, you know, it's not like this. I guess I kind of, this isn't like Chia pets or something that you'd have to explain to someone who's young. I guess I I kind of just likened it to beanie babies. 
you know, where, yeah, they had their moment in the sun, but now it's just like only weirdos that collect them, really, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bloodbath. So, hey. Anyway. Ooh, Tamagotchi. That would be, I mean, like, at the time, though, like, that that would be, like, the gift. Like, okay, cool, like, your oh, yeah. parents got you, I don't know, your parents got you, like, a Power Rangers thing, but I got a fucking Tamagotchi, so... I'm going to go sit at I the got, cool I kids got... table at lunch. <laughs> hey, guys, it's me, Aaron. I have two Tamagotchis. May I sit here now? <laughs> Aaron, it's 2005. <laughs> Aaron, you're 33. Why are you in an elementary school? <laughs> but they all have Tamagotchis. That's why they let me in. Nice. All right. So, Bloodbath, what's your number three? All right, man. My number three... Christmas 1992 uh, I received the Batman Returns Batcave Command Center and action figure wow. playset that's, oh, yeah. so, that's so cool oh yeah uh, so uh, anybody that doesn't know so it's it's a it's a Batcave um, playset um, and it you know I don't know if anybody i it was pretty popular, but maybe you know you guys don't n- never had one or whatever. So it's sort of like um, an accordion style like playset. So it kind of close up, and you could open it up, and it would have these like three um, different like play areas. Um, so like the first one in the front was like uh, it was sort of like Wayne Manor. Um, you know, it had a door on the front and stuff like that. And then on the top there was. Uh, on the roof area, there was like a skylight with these like window pieces and like they would open, they would, you could break through them. So you could like kind of drop your Batman through the top of the window. And it's like, they're breaking through the glass and like, you know, jumping into uh, the building. Um, And then you could kind of go around um, to the side and it would be this, uh, like a, it'd be like the Axis chemical uh, plant. So there'd be like a big, like, uh, um, Oh, I don't know what you want to call it. Like there'd be like a big, uh, uh, vat vat of chemicals or uh, a big cylinder of chemicals and like a uh, catwalk and some scaffolding and stuff like that and then you go around to the other side and it was like the back cave and there's the computer and the chair and all that kind of stuff and then there was this little chamber the little like costume chamber and what you would do um, so the previous year in 1991 they had a uh mobile that came out and you would load it had a bruce wayne figure in it and you would load it into the car and then you would pull back on this thing and up from underneath there'd be a batman that you already had loaded in and it'd be like oh he changed costumes like now he's like batman anyway you would take that bruce wayne figure and you would put him in the chamber in the playset, and you would like close the door and you spin it around and on the other side there was a batman that you'd already had loaded in so it's like oh he's changing you know He's going from Bruce Wayne to Batman, changing costumes, uh, which was super cool. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Yeah, dude. Um, were any <laughs> of you guys like? That was my whole like. So I was five when I got it. Like that was like my whole world. Um, Batman and action figures. Were any of you guys like big action figure guys? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I had yeah. I I had like all the Jurassic Park stuff. I remember when I was a little kid somebody told me that the if like a uh, it was if you saw like a shining star in the sky you had to make a wish and I have a very vivid <laughs> so dumb. I have a very vivid memory of myself. <laughs> I I 
I saw a shot like a shooting star for the first time. A shooting star. I saw it for the first time and I was like, yo, I was car. And I was like, I wish when I get home. I had all the Jurassic Park toys. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, guess what? You're 33, and you can go buy all of them on eBay yeah, I, right now. I, I can, you're right. You're right. You're right. I could. Uh, dude, Aaron, but I yeah, just, dude, I, need I just respect how such a young kid games. has their priorities in line so well. You knew what the fuck was up. Yeah, it's like, my, my, like, it, like I would have made that same wish if, like, I like my parents were homeless when I was growing up. Be like, <laughs> man, I, I, I wish we got back to that alley that we sleep in behind the library that I had all the Jurassic Park toys. <laughs> 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 oh my god, dude! Uh, um, I was a, I was, the, I was into uh, the Power Rangers action figures, and I distinctly remember like. Yeah. My, I think my parents would get them like one at a time. Like if I was like not an asshole at Walmart, they would like get one of them. <laughs> Probably like this is this is good parenting strategy. Like don't buy all of them this time because then the next time I'm an asshole, what are you gonna do? So I think they would get like one at a time. And I remember being like, like finally I was like, fuck yeah, I got all the Power Rangers. Like let's go, we're ready. You, finally, I got Trini. Hell yeah! <laughs> were they were they the ones where like their head would flip out? Like they they were kind of had like a wide body and like you could uh, flip their head so like it would be like um you know like Jason the Red Ranger but like with that helmet off and then you like flip the back of their uh, of the doll and like their head would those. flip over and it would be like them and with the helmet on. I don't remember. This was uh, this was this was bordering on like the edge of when I start to remember stuff. Yeah. Like where your memories <laughs> like kind of starts. Yeah. That's funny. Alan, Alan, what about you? Action figures? Was that your thing at all? I never really, never really played with action figures. Um, I what? do remember playing with a friend. Yeah. I know no action figures, man. Um, yeah, I w- went outside and played. Alan's know. favorite toy was a globe. All right, all right. Alan. <laughs> <What was this? laughs> Alan's favorite toy was this dead alligator he found in Mississippi. Uh, yeah, no, we, we just went outside and ran around in the swamp. You know, it was. I took my action figures outside. Job. What are you yeah, talking dude, days about? Days in the swamp. We played outside I did have too. one action figure. It was Cyclops from X Men. It was. I didn't know what X Men was. <laughs> didn't know who Cyclops was. He's Alabama man. Michael Bumpus on top three action figures, right? Like clearly. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, but like when when Bloodbath was talking about the the Batman like set, like the whole set. Cause like that was the dream was to get one of those. And I kept thinking about like yep. all the action figures through the years of South park that Cartman like really wants. And he'll like literally destroy the world in order to get <laughs> one of these action figures. <laughs> Choo Choo Nesby. <laughs> Dude, okay. Penguin. I, I was going to make, I was going to make that joke. Uh, so the episode uh, where uh, it's like season one of South park where like Damien comes to like South park, like uh, his dad's the devil. Um, it's Cartman's birthday and he's like the entire like episode. He's just like, okay, like you had to get me the red mega man. You had to get me the blue mega man. You had to get me the mega man beach house. Otherwise I can't put all the mega men together and get the super ultra mega man. I was that kid when I was like yeah. five, six years old. I was like, I was like, I have the to get like, house. 
I have to get you guys have to get me the Bruce Wayne action figure, otherwise he can't turn into the Batman. And like I again, I was a huge action figure kid uh, when I was really little. I had like easily like a hundred Batman. Um, there were so many different variations, like so many different kinds. They had different gadgets and so tools and vehicles. Yeah, man, yeah. I was all about Not Michael to, Keaton Batman. Not to drag this out, Clooney, but like Batman. I remember, I remember really wanting these Star Wars action figures. Like, yes, really wa- then like really wanting like all two hundred of the Star Wars action figures because they look <laughs> so cool. They looked so cool, but I I didn't get uh, many of them. So, um, yeah, let's move on to number twos, and I will get into my number two, which is the only thing on my list that is not uh, video game related. My number two is a Razor scooter, <laughs> which I got when I was in elementary nice. school. And you guys remember, like, for, like, there was a couple years when like if you rode a bike around the neighborhood people would like be like hey man like you can't hang out with us like bikes are stupid get a you fucking have to razor have a, scooter a razor okay. scooter yeah you hey, man, could you not have any other one yeah practice so, your hate crime somewhere else <laughs> take your bicycle away <laughs> so i remember um my memory of this is like this was one of those when my parents like we opened up all the gifts and uh, my parents were like, good Christmas, guys, right? And I was, and we were like, yeah, good Christmas. Thank you. And they were like, oh, but like, uh, we need you to go get something out of the refrigerator in the garage. Can you go out in the garage and get something or something like that? And we went out there and there's Razor scooters in the garage. And it's like, I remember how cold it, like the metal on the scooters were, uh, like touching. <laughs> we brought them inside and rode them around inside, like on the carpet inside for like that whole day and then my parents were probably like okay go outside with these fucking things uh and then you know as the story goes with razor scooters you uh you ride them around you have a good time and then someone is gonna like really fuck up their ankle riding one of those things because it would like swing around and like slice your leg open i i I can feel that it made a noise like (laughs) an audible noise and like I think uh, I think former guest on the show, like friend of the show Mo, I think he's the one who told me this, and I totally like this tracks with me. Every friend group who played together outside on razor scooters knows one person who like really got hurt on a razor scooter, like either cut their leg open and like has a scar from it, or just like fell down. Like me and Aaron were talking the other day, like about how we were in high school and we. <laughs> We were driving yeah, down the street. Calm down, just say it. <laughs> we were driving down the street. This is like the hardest I've ever laughed, and I'm gonna like cry laughing right now. We were driving down the street in high school, and there was this kid riding a razor scooter on the sidewalk, and he like he hit a ra- he hit like a raised section of the sidewalk, and it was like it was like a sideshow Bob thing. He went from <laughs> vertical to face smacking the pavement in like half a second. Oh Bro, this kid, I, this kid ate it, ate that curb 
for oh lunch, bro. And me and Holy Aaron were laughing so shit. hard, like I legit almost like crashed my car. We we're going like ten miles an <laughs> hour true. down the street. Yes. It was like it was like literally like two blocks from my house. It was the yeah. greatest opening to a drive me and Dave had ever. But yeah. what was the best part about that is how we're such good friends that we both didn't have that like, oh hey, should we laugh or feel bad? It was no hesitation, both of us losing our shit at the same time. No hesitation, time. the funniest thing either of us had ever seen in our life up until that point. <laughs> No one checked so, on yeah, the child. My number two, Razor Scooter. <laughs> so I like, never had a Razor Scooter. I thought that they were uh, cool. Um, just never got one. Um, but like my like big my the, the biggest memory I have of Razor Scooters um, was uh, movie Zoolander when <laughs> Owen Wilson pulls it <laughs> out of his like bag or whatever, and like uh, that's uh. how he gets around town as a Razor Scooter. That's very funny. I forgot about that. That's hilarious. Oh, oh I love my Razor scooter. I got it for my birthday. It's fantastic. Like Dave said, until you cracked yourself in the shin and yeah. you wind up with like a permanent dent. You, yeah, you either put a dent in your bone or like I know people who have like scars on their <laughs> legs because like there, there's like sharp parts and it, it could like legit cut you open. Um, and yeah, pretty brutal. And then like, eventually we all like were kind of like hey this kind of sucks like riding a bike is way more fun but there was a period of time when like in order to be cool you had to have a razor scooter yeah dude that oh, those sweet shit. colored wheels i always thought they were lame personally like i i rode a bike and i but i had like a skateboard and i feel like if you had a skateboard people like wouldn't give you shit if you didn't I, like i you know i i had to have had a scooter at some point but i just thought they were like I just thought a skateboard was way cooler. Yeah. And like I did get a skateboard for Christmas one year too. And then I took it outside and stepped on it once and fell down and like it really hurt. <laughs> there's, and I was like, there's okay, scary. Nope. There's scary things, dude. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, uh, Aaron, what's your number two? All right. My number two is, is it, I, I can't. So basically one year for Christmas, my dad, uh, got me tickets to go to a uh mugsy bogues uh like kids like basketball camp in charlotte uh and it was the coolest fucking thing in the entire world aside from my number one uh so my i i have family that lived in charlotte i was a huge charlotte hornets fan growing up mugsy bogues was my favorite basketball player by far uh and so since i had family in charlotte my dad got me these tickets to go to this basketball camp uh that next summer um i i gotta go there i gotta play basketball with a bunch of kids uh in north carolina uh mugsy bogues was there del curry was there i gotta meet both of them one really cool story i have is uh my aunt lived next to <laughs> my aunt lived next door to this guy who played cornerback for the uh, carolina panthers his name was tim mckire uh and tim mckire was friends with mugsy bogues and uh there was a part at the end of the basketball camp where you could like go in and uh mugsy bogues you could like shake his hand he would like sign something for you whatever uh tim mckire's like hey i'm friends with mugsy bogues what you should do is you should go in there and ask him if he wants to play golf with me again sometime and i'm like what the fuck what dude and, uh, but <laughs> so i was like really excited so my my dad also got my uh 
my sister Abby tickets to this. And I went in there and my with one goal, I was like, I'm going to go up, shake Muggsy's hand. I'm going to have him sign my basketball. Uh, and I'm going to tell him that Tim McKayer wants to give him a call about playing golf again sometime. And I chicken shitted out. I, I could not speak like Muggsy <laughs> Bogues was my fucking hero. Like my hero. Like I was so nervous. Like, and, uh, my uh, my sister went in. She got that. She's like, "Hey, did you uh, did you tell him that Tim McIver said he wanted to play golf or whatever?" And I was like, "No, nah, I didn't." She's like, "Yeah, it's okay, I did." So I was just like, "Man, fuck you, Abby." But like, I, I it was it was the coolest thing. My dad got me a present that let me go watch my hero play basketball. Let me meet my hero. I know it's my number two. My number one is just more impactful. But that was one of the coolest things that my dad has ever done for me. It was one of the best gifts I ever got. And, and like I said, it allowed me to meet Muggsy Bogues, who is my favorite basketball player of all time to this day. So yeah, that's my number two. That is a pretty really fucking sweet. awesome gift. Yeah. I got lucky that my aunt lived in Charlotte, like, and I was a big Charlotte fan because of it. So like circumstantially it worked out. Like, you know, I, if I was an Ohio kid and you know, I like the fucking 76ers, I, you know, I don't think my dad would have like taken me to Philadelphia for a week and stayed in a hotel. Cause that's ridiculous. So I, I, I got fairly lucky that I had family that lived within shooting distance of uh, downtown Charlotte where I could go to something like that. It was really, really neat, dude. Yeah. How much taller was Muggsy Bogues than you when you were? Bro, I, go on my <laughs> Facebook. Age. I put a picture of it up uh, uh, not too long ago. I was like nine or ten, and he had to have had like six inches on me. Like it, it's 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 like two p like like almost two regular like me taking a picture with like Ryan Arrington. You know, like like five inches, six inches taller. It wasn't a lot, man. Like. And then at the end of the camp, he went out and he was uh, he played against like the uh, like the adults who ran the camp. And he just he ran these dudes into the fucking ground. He scored like like six, <laughs> like 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 40 points in like an eight minute basketball game on these just regular ass dudes who are pretty good at basketball. It was yeah. fucking it was super cool, dude. It was yeah. awesome. Then I got to meet him and shake his hand. I still have the basketball that him and Del Curry signed like. Which is which is awesome. I've never ever used it one time. It's like the one thing in my life that I've had for more than you know twenty years. You know, I, like I still take care of that thing. So yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna harp on it anymore, dude. That was just awesome. I got I got to meet Muggsy Bogues. He, he's my hero. Like, or at least was when I was a little kid. You know. Yeah. Like, and this is this is one of my favorite like things is seeing and seeing NBA players play against people who are not NBA players like people for people who are listening and don't know who Muggsy Bogues is if that's uh well people who aren't sports fans maybe don't know uh Muggsy Bogues is the shortest player to ever play in the NBA he's five foot three five foot three or five foot six three yeah five Earl Boykins three. was five six yeah Muggsy Bogues is five three so like you may think like Okay, he's five foot three. I'm six feet tall. I bet I could hold my own against him in a basketball game. And no, the fuck you couldn't. Like, he he was like really good. Uh, he wasn't just like a like a gimmicky player. Like he was really good. And so like, like for like thirteen years. Yeah, and he was. Did he ever make an All Star team? I I don't think so. Um, but he was. But good. Also, he was a good player. Monsters. Yeah, yeah, right. He yeah, was he was in, in Space, Space Jam. Jam. Yeah, you know, and the Hornets were one of those teams in the nineties that just got lost. Cause the bulls existed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Bugsy Bogues was 
I mean, all-time assist leader, all-time steals leader in Charlotte history, like, to this fucking day. Like, you know, and what, what, he couldn't exist in today's game with hand-checking fouls and things like that. Like, he would never be able to play defense. He'd be nothing but a liability. But, like, he existed right in that spot. And, and that's not what's important. He, he was my hero when I was a little yeah. kid. My dad got me a gift when I so I could go meet him and watch him play basketball and, like, you know, learn stuff from him, like, talking to us. And it, it was just really, really cool. Yeah. That is super cool. I think cool. the only thing that would have been cooler is if uh, at the end, instead of playing the adults who ran the camp, if he just played like like the parents of the kids. Like people <laughs> with like no basketball experience. <laughs> just like I, I would pay good money to watch yeah, 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 I would pay good money to watch Muggsy Bogues teabag de- tea my dad on an eight-foot rim. That would be hilarious. Um, uh, I, dude, that's a really sweet story, man. I think that's really, really cool. Um I uh, I don't think my parents ever did anything quite that huge uh, for any of us for like a Christmas gift, but like that's I I think that's a really really nice uh, uh, nice story, dude. I think that's really cool. Yeah, and like I, said, um, I I benefited with my with having family very close to where it happened. It was it was just like I said, it was circumstantial, but it was really cool. Okay, you just froze when you met him. Like he couldn't get words out of your I, mouth. I think that how old? No. Wait, what year was this? How, how old? I was were like, you? I was, I was like nine or ten. So it was like nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety seven, something like that. So cool. Yeah, very cool. Alan, what is your number two? Uh, my number two is uh, and I, I, I'm not positive who gave it for gave it to me. Uh, but. Chlamydia. No, yeah. I'm sorry. Inter- <laughs> Inter- <laughs> Inter- <laughs> Every once in a while, so Alan like, has this thing so confidently. Yeah. Yeah, dude, the secret is only doing it once every three months. That's funny. Yeah. I know who gave you chlamydia, Alan. Uh, Aaron. <laughs> it was Aaron. Um, but anyway, my number two is uh, the Green Day International Super Hits album. Ooh. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so like I don't know, we talked about it I and I forget if this was before the uh before the recorder was on, but we talked about it a little bit. When I was putting together my list, it kind of made me realize like what an uh what an asshole I was as a child because I don't really remember that many <laughs> of my Christmas gifts. Um uh so yeah, but I do remember this one. Um, I, if you haven't heard, haven't listened to the album, it's a great album. Um, all the way up through, it's like it was their first like greatest hits album, all the way up through Warning, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the real, the real meat of their music, and uh, and it was probably my, I think my first album that was, um like newer music i want to say um because i listened like i said i listened to um like disney soundtracks and then the beatles and then some country music when i lived in mississippi and that's what i listened to when i came to ohio and then i got a green day album that must have been in like sixth grade or something like that maybe seventh grade and they warped your fragile little mind and they warped my fragile little mind. I don't. It was one of my aunts, one of my Catholic aunts, that got it for me. I mean, she had no idea what it was, uh, and neither did my parents. 
Um, but it was a lot of fun. And I distinctly remember how much I enjoyed that gift. It wasn't one that like you opened it and you were like, Oh my God, this is exactly what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, but kind of more of a slow burn. Didn't even know it was what I wanted. Yeah, dude. And, and like, there were lots of times when I got, there were lots of times when I got CDs that were like, you know, like you said, maybe it wasn't like a Nintendo 64 kid, you know, freaking the fuck out. But like, I remember I got a lot of CDs that I really, really liked uh, as Christmas or birthday gifts. Like that used to be a legit thing to like, say, uh, I want these CDs as part of my Christmas list. Right. I so. mean, and this wasn't even one that I had any idea about. You right. Know? So, I mean, it just inadvertently opened me up to a, a whole new genre of music. He like probably walked and, uh, in and was like, what are the kids listening to? And he gave her that. That's very funny. <laughs> almost, um, almost definitely. Did, uh, did anyone, did anybody's parents or, or I guess other family members give, uh, get you guys like you're saying, Alan, like CDs when you were like younger before you kind of like were really like maybe into music um, or before you had like a real taste. So it's like, they're picking out music for you to listen to. Obviously, Alan, I mean, that's kind of what you're saying, but like, I had an experience like that. Like, I think it was, uh, I think I was like 12 and I hadn't like super gotten into music yet. And my parents bought me some CDs, um, just, you know, for Christmas out of the, like, I didn't ask for them whatsoever. They got me, um, uh, kid rock, without a cause and um uh oh shit uh creed uh human clay like the album with all the hits on it um just like so like random and out of the blue and i was like same thing i was like oh okay like thanks i didn't i wasn't like unenthusiastic i wasn't enthusiastic about it but i wasn't like oh dude this sucks um but just weird. I don't know. Just the idea of like being at that age and your parents are like, uh, here, you're going to try that. You're going to try kid rock, I guess. Like, we'll see if it sticks or if that's the direction you're going to go in. <laughs> if we want you to be a piece of shit or not. Well, well Beth, really? I think it's, I think it's interesting that you're going to give away your number one Christmas gifts right now. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's really funny. It was that time period. Like if you had a PlayStation where like PlayStation games and CDs existed in the same realm and everybody's pretty, you know, they do that. They do that Christmas shape math. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at a Christmas gift and you're just like, mm-hmm. look at the packaging. Like, hmm, I wonder what that is. Like you're studying the dimensions. And there was like Either that weird a video time game frame. or a CD. Or a yep. CD, bro, and every and you know, I I like getting CDs and stuff, but like that was like one of those things where like when you opened it up and it was like, oh sweet, Seal's greatest hits instead of like you know, <laughs> Final Fantasy or something like that you're just like, thank you, <laughs> like you know, so yeah. that was really funny. That that's how I got into Weird Al. I remember one Christmas, my uh my stepdad Jim, he him and my mom got me like three or four Weird Al CDs, and that's how I really got into him. Hell yeah, Bloodbath. Um, yeah. I- can go it can go it can go in a positive way they can like you know they could have given you you know like you said like i didn't even know this was a thing thank you i remember having um before like i actually started to listen to and like care about music i remember having again the power rangers movie soundtrack on a cassette and i would listen to that and like yeah. I, I guarantee you, I didn't ask my parents like, "Hey, can I have the soundtrack to this movie on cassette?" Like, guarantee I didn't ask. I, they were probably like, "Okay, he's watched the movie 
700 times this year. Like, can you get him the soundtrack so maybe we can not watch the movie tonight? Maybe? (laughs) (laughs) So I remember that. Like, I remember my parents buying me that. And then um, they did buy me a Boys to Men CD because, and I distinctly remember, and I was like, I'd never heard of Boys to Men. And I was like, I don't know what this is. And they were like, oh, this is like someone told us this was popular or something like that. And so I do remember that. Nice. nice. What a weird CD to get a little kid, boys to men, but yeah, <laughs> they're awesome. Yeah. Well, it, was, it shaped my musical uh, journey through life, the Power Rangers soundtrack and that boys to men CD. But I still, that through Power it Rangers it shines movie through in all your music choices. Every yeah. story has a beginning, Dave. Yeah. Later, people are going to hear uh, in a couple weeks, they're going to hear our top three Beatles songs. And you can trace all of my Beatles picks right back to the Power Rangers movie theme song, <laughs> yeah, right. which clearly that song fucking bangs, by the way, if you haven't listened to that in a while, go listen to it. That song bangs. Power Rangers thing generally yeah. bangs, dude. It does. It, with that like ta- that guitar part, that that tapping guitar part, it's the best. <laughs> I remember in best. high school, maybe we were uh, practicing. We were playing some songs, hanging out, and uh, I don't know if it was on like an iPod or we just like found it on the internet. But like, you know, we looked up the Power Rangers theme song, Dave. I remember like specifically and like. We found like there's a version that has like actual lyrics on it, like not just yeah. like Go Go Power Rangers. And like I was just like, dude, this is like kind of a legit song. It like, is, dude. It has like no, like that song has like three verses and a guitar solo. It's like a legit, like it's a good song. I like it. Like no irony here. I like that song. No, dude, it's no, I've, Power I've Rangers is an anime, and every anime song smacks, no matter how much you are, like. <laughs> hate the content within power rangers just like live action anime the theme song is going to smack called sentai um all right bloodbath what is your number two all right man this is actually a really good uh segue into this um music that uh you asked for for christmas uh when i was six years old would have been 1993 um for whatever reason, I still don't quite know what the answer is to this day. And I don't know if I, I think I might have told the story in the podcast before. So I apologize. I asked, I out of the blue walked up to my parents with no like prompt by any family members or anything like that. I walked up to my parents, you know, October, November, something like that. And I was like, Hey, for Christmas, can you guys get me a copy of David Bowie's diamond dogs? I really would like that. And my parents, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I think my mom would ever sing at the coffee at the kitchen table or like, well, you want David Bowie, like Diamond Dogs? And I was like, yeah, that's what I would like for Christmas. You know, a, a, a tape of that. And they said, <laughs> OK. <laughs> and, and and on Christmas Day, I opened up 
a, a cassette copy of David Bowie's Diamond Dogs. My dad was like, that's what you wanted, right? And I was just like, yeah, it is. Thank you. And like, I'm pretty sure I listened to it at some point, like, you know, thereafter. But I would say that uh, that is definitely the genesis uh, for where my um, fondness of David Bowie comes from. David Bowie is one of my favorite recording artists, and uh, I think Diamond Dogs is a really good album. And I don't know why I asked for that when I was six years old. I don't know where I'd even heard of who David Bowie was. My parents asked me several times, like, do you know who David Bowie is? Like, who? And they kept going, did you see it on TV or something? Like, was there a commercial? Did did someone tell you about this, that you've you've got it in your head? Were you at, like, you know, they're like, did someone play it at the babysitter's house on the radio? And, you, and I was just like, I don't know. Just like, but it's I in want. my head, and I, that's what I want. Yeah. And um, the, I mean, I remember, you know, I was six years old, so I was like, oh, this cover's like kind of weird and scary. And, I, uh, and um, the music is also like <laughs> weird and scary. And uh, I don't know. I just it, I just think it's a, you know, I, I genuinely love David Bowie. I know like Dave, we were talking about that a while back before in the podcast, like, you know, debating, you know, the merit of, of um, his musical legacy and all that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm not really so much debating that i'm just saying like for me personally like it's just always been like huge uh or my life and someone that i really really have always liked and admired and um just for whatever reason that germ of the idea got started uh when i was young like that and if it weren't for my parents um you know being being very uh cool with some stuff <laughs> to be like yeah here you go here's <laughs> here's, here's this going. weird 70s glam rock uh, for our six-year-old in 1993, uh, they probably would have been trying to buy me the Power Ranger soundtrack otherwise. So, um, I, I, yeah. I I think that uh, I still think I'm happy with the Power Rangers soundtrack. To be honest, <laughs> I wasn't like I again like I'm not I'm not saying that David Bowie's legacy is undeserved or something like that. I just don't like his music. It's just not my thing. But that is the weirdest fucking story I've heard. I've ever heard anyone tell Dave, like that's Dave, insane. Dave. And I, I've been thinking the entire time bloodbath is telling the story. The other thing I can think of is it's so weird how every like five or six months bloodbath out bloodbaths himself. Like that, <laughs> that was, that was literally the, that is, that is quintessential. That is bloodbath. Like, Bloodbath asking for a David, I'm so mad. Bloodbath asking for a David <laughs> Bowie album when he's like five years old. Like I'm just that is, like that is peak Bloodbath. That think, is the that is the craziest story I've ever heard Bloodbath tell. Simply made like, of course, like I believe him. I shouldn't believe him at all, but I, I just I believe he would do that. Crazy he was possessed. Oh, yeah. I think he was possessed I, I mean, by a devil. My parents think it's a really funny story. If I mean, obviously, like you know. Dave, you're in Korea, and Alan, you're in West Virginia. But I mean, you know, Aaron, you're around town, man. If you ever bump into him, or next time, if I, next time you I run refuse. into him, like bring it up, they will, they will legit now, tell you the same you. story. I 100 percent believe that story. It's just, that, just, they think it's a really cute story. Yeah, I mean, I'm not calling you out and saying you're lying. I'm just saying that's a really fucking wild story. Like that's. Yeah. <laughs> You could have said that, like, you're like, hey, mom and dad, I would like a, I don't know, I would like a fucking mortar cannon for Christmas, and that would be more normal than asking for a David Bowie album when you're six. So my justification, what I think happened is, like, it had the word dogs in it, 
and Bloodbath somehow just like heard about this album. He's like, well, it says dogs in the title. I'm six. Dogs are Diamonds dope. This are is cool. what I Dogs are cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, this is what I want. That's the only like rationale I can Blood- find. <laughs> Bloodbath thought it was just going to be like a, a CD of like puppy sounds. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine uh, like there must have been some like infomercial or something. I don't know, man. I, who knows? All right. Cool. Spirit. Me. So let's they talk. <laughs> so let's move into number ones. And before we do, we will hear a quick word from our sponsor. Hey everybody, before we do our number one picks, we'd like to talk to you about that magical drink. The one that makes this podcast possible. That's right, we're talking about coffee. At a top three podcast, we are in way different time zones. And we record super late at night for the for most of us, actually. And coffee is what makes it all tick. We're proud to share with you one of our favorite local roasteries, Barbell Brew. Barbell Brew provides single-origin coffee beans that are air-roasted in small batches on location in Troy, Ohio, and they're available for shipping nationwide. Check them out at barbellbrew.com where you can find pre-ground or whole bean coffee in several different varieties, or sign up for their Coffee of the Month program for a curated caffeination experience. We also have an exclusive deal for our listeners. 20% off your first order using the promo code TOP3 at checkout. That's the promo code TOP3, that's the number three in there, at checkout, 20% off your first order. Barbell Brew also has a really cool program called Coffee for a Cause, where each month they donate a percent of their profits to a different charity. So follow them at Barbell Brew Coffee Roasters on Facebook and at Barbell Brew Coffee on Instagram, and check our episode description for links to those pages and their website so you can get your coffee on. Support local coffee roasters and taste the difference. All right, back to those number ones. back and we're going for number one picks and so like my number one when we came up with this topic like this was like immediately came to mind like this is the best Christmas gift I ever got it kicked off uh, anyone who listens to me talk for more than a couple episodes of this show or listens to my other show my other podcast Tales from the Backlog you know that I'm a video gamer like I love video games they're my favorite form of entertainment ever and in 1998 for christmas my brother and i both got game boy pockets and i got pokemon red and he got pokemon blue and it was the best fucking christmas gift ever it was the absolute best and like i don't even remember at the time if i was aware of pokemon like i don't know if i asked for this for christmas so it was either like i asked for it or my parents just like really had their finger on the pulse of like, what are kids into Christmas 1998? <laughs> because Pokemon was like uh, just taking over the country. And like I had, I don't know, I, I don't think I was generally aware of what was really popular when I was a kid. 
I just wanted, I had a Game Gear, but like I, like I, I remember I played it a lot, but I wasn't like, okay, what's the next video game thing I want? I don't think I was, you know, asking. Maybe my parents, if they listen, they can tell me, uh, actually, you were really annoying and we got you the Game Boy so you would be quiet. So I don't know. But <laughs> I can read. Like, so the the Game Boy and Pokemon, and I still love Pokemon to this day. Uh, and I have a couple memories associated with this Game Boy. So the first one is my brother and I would play Pokemon like way late at night. Like I'm talking like three, four, five in the morning on school nights because we were so into it. And so uh, we didn't have, I don't remember if we had those worm lights for the Game Boy. So what we would do is we turn on the lights in the bedroom and we'd stuff towels under the door so that light couldn't get out. And so like, smart. <laughs> so like our that parents like caught us doing it sometimes. And I don't know if the other times they didn't notice or they'd notice and they were just like, I don't want to deal with this right now. Just go back to bed, let them stay <laughs> up. But we stuffed towels under the door and we would play Pokemon like, like really late at night and then go to school tired as hell the next day. The other memory I have is that I'm pretty sure this is how I met Alan is because we were both playing Pokemon on the bus oh, yeah. going to Concord. And like, I was like, Hey dude, you playing Pokemon? And he was like, hell yeah, I am. And I was like, it was like that stepbrothers thing. Like, did we just become best friends? Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. Hell, we did. hell yeah, I am. <laughs> and, uh, oh man, they banned Pokemon at the school because kid, we would play like during class with the game boys in our desks in, uh, in fifth grade. yeah. So game boy with Pokemon. That's my number one Christmas gift. Nice. Oh, it totally would have been number one on my. I got mine. I got mine for my birthday. Yeah. And so I so, looked it up. Like I couldn't put it on the list. I looked it up. Pokemon Red came out in September of 1998, and so like, Alan, your birthday is in October, and then like I got it for right. Christmas. So we we're not that long after yeah. Pokemon came out. But I didn't ask for it either. That must have been like a in the parent newsletter or something. I, dude, I'm Pokemon sure it was. The thing to do. <laughs> I mean, it's because, yeah, no, I mean, Pokemon on the head the with that one. <laughs> yeah, dude, good times, I, man. I've, I've noticed so far, like, no one's really thrown out, like, um, board games or, like, or, like, the Pokemon trading cards or anything like that. I, I mean, obviously, like, you know, Ellen and Aaron still have picks to give, but, I mean, um, is that ever anything that any, like anybody was ever excited for for Christmas, like a, a board game or or something like that? I remember we got we got Pokemon cards, and we were like we were always excited to get packs of Pokemon cards. But right. like nothing beats uh, getting an N sixty four or getting the Game Boy. Like the yeah. Pokemon cards, those are kind of small uh, small gifts. You can get yeah. them throughout the year too, right? right. Plus, I mean, yeah. you might get like a shitty pack full of oddishes or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> a holographic you know? Mini queen. Yeah. The uh, so like, and, and again, this goes like kind of back to the whole thing is like, video games made board games not that cool anymore, and that's just kind of what it was. Hundred percent. You know. 100% like I definitely got okay. board games and stuff and I like board games and I still to this day like board games but at, 
that was like with that era of our lives like that like early to like late 90s there was so many there was so much more video game stuff coming at you than like had ever come at us before like it, it made a lot of things just less exciting in general like i said i never got like a video game thing on my birthday or on uh, christmas but i got it on my birthday but if i would have got my on christmas like every single one of my answers would be video game related like it's just objectively the best toy is video games to me anyways same yeah my, and like, my family never really played board games that much is that was that an anomaly I don't remember us playing. I a don't ton. know. Yeah, we. I remember playing a lot when we went to like cousins' houses, but I don't remember like right. You know, our family sitting together and playing board games. We were probably too busy playing video games. Fair enough. <laughs> like Fair enough. normal people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And like, I'm thinking like I probably could have like I think one year we got a PlayStation like the first PlayStation for Christmas and like if. I don't know. That would almost like bump out the Razor scooter, but I didn't want to just have three video game things on my list. So I feel you. Right. Yeah. Anyway, Aaron, what's your number one? All right. My number one is a uh, ukulele. My parents bought me when I was like 21 years old. Uh, so I played the ukulele. I, I have for uh, basically since I was like 20 years old. So about 13 years. Uh, and uh, I'm just going to do a very quick one of Aaron's saddest moments in his life story. So uh, when I was in college, I had this huge crush on this chick named Bethany, and I'm like 100% Alan has met her, Bloodbeth has met her. We went down to Fairborn one time, had this huge crush on her. We went on this vacation to North Carolina. We went in this music store. She saw a tiny little ukulele, and she said, oh, look at that. That's super cute, and she left the store, and I was like, give me that ukulele. Right. <laughs> so, so I bought this like shitty, like $25. Like it, it was basically a toy ukulele. <laughs> this is the saddest thing. Oh my God. It's so funny. Okay. So, uh, she was a really big, she was really big into Zelda. Right. So after our little vacation, she went back to Cleveland or wherever. And I went back to Troy and I spent the entire summer learning how to play like two Zelda songs on this fucking ukulele. So that when we met up, in Athens, this is so sad. This is awesome. Uh, so we met back up in <laughs> Athens. I could play. I could play her these Zelda songs, and I would win her affection. That that was my plan, right? So uh, we get to Athens. Uh, I have an apartment for the first time. I'm very very cool. I have these Zelda songs on lock. <laughs> I call Bethany. I ask her to come over to my apart. I ask her to come over to my apartment because I want to show her something. And she responds with, yeah, is that cool? Do you mind if I bring my boyfriend? And I was, <laughs> I got rushed. I, was, I did not respond to her. I was just like immediately just dead. I was like, I, over that summer, I lost 40 pounds and I learned to play the ukulele because I wanted this chick to love me. Anyway, so uh, long, long story short, uh, I kept playing the ukulele. I had this little toy. And it, it like it really sucked and it didn't sound very good. And so for Christmas that year, you know, I had told my parents I've been playing ukulele. I've been taking it pretty seriously. Uh, and so they bought me like a legitimate ukulele that I still have to this day. Um, uh, a guest we had previously, Luke Knoll, dropped a speaker on it one time. And so it has this huge crack in it. And when I would go play my ukulele at coffee shops, I would put a little Band-Aid over it so that it looked like Nelly 
which I I thought was very funny, but nobody else really got it. Uh, no, Aaron, and they I, got it. Okay, <laughs> they, 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 uh, clearly over their heads. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna stop talking about. It. I still have it to this day. I play ukulele almost every single day uh, since I was 20 years old, and that's been you know I've had a bunch of different ones you know over the course of the last like you know 10, 12 years. But I've always had that one, and to this day, it still has like the best sound out, out of all the ones that I have. So yeah, my number one. Uh, my parents got me the the like my instrument. Yeah, I remember like when you said like you got a ukulele, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Like, you know, there's, Bye. Like, I've I have a lot of experiences. Like, uh, I remember my parents got uh, my brother a drum set, and I think it was for Christmas. They got him a drum set. He played it once, and he was like, "This is hard. I don't like it." And then I played it like three times, and I was like, "I don't really like this either. It's kind of hard." So they sold it, and then like they got my they got i think they got me some other instrument and i tried it like twice and i was like this sucks i don't i don't want this and then like i finally found a, an instrument i like when i got my bass guitar so i was thinking like oh, okay so aaron's going to aaron got this ukulele um cool like we'll never hear about that again but like Bye. now <laughs> yeah but now like and you can attribute this to that summer of training he put in like a like a rocky montage of uh, I loved learning, her. <laughs> learning these Zelda songs. Like Aaron's like legitimately really good at ukulele. And uh, it's kind of crazy because I, when I first heard it, I was like, first of all, ukulele, like be a real man, get a bass guitar, you know, obviously the best <laughs> instrument. At least go with a banjo. Yeah. But then also I was like, oh, okay, cool. Everyone always buys a ukulele because they think it's cute and they play it for a week. And then they're like, okay, well, moving on next but no, you kept up with it. I know like three Kanye songs. Like that's what I do. Yeah. No, nah, but it was I just the remember. best gift. I, I still use it to this day. I have never used anything that my parents bought me for more than X amount of time. And I've had this thing forever. Everybody who knows me knows I'm clumsy and I'm stupid as fuck. And I break everything that I touch, including my, <laughs> my sweet short relationship with one Bethany Francis. But I've been, <laughs> I've been able to keep this, <laughs> been able to keep this thing forever. Like the fact that I have not broken it is insane. I cannot take care of anything, but yeah, just a, yeah, I still use it to the day, So I had to be my number one. I don't remember this girl. I do think it'd be funny if, like, you were like, "Hey, do you want to come over to my apartment and I want to show you something?" She's like, "Okay, cool," and like, just send you a picture of like her and her boyfriend, like, making out. Just like, oh my god, bro, we didn't need to show you. Yeah, we didn't have smartphones back then. Thank fuck. Uh, but I, uh, we did. We came. We came to Fairborn one night. And uh, we all did some drugs and we had to leave because she was freaking out. It was very, I, I remember every second. Like a oh, little God, blonde dude. girl? She was a little blonde girl, yes. Okay, yeah, I remember her. Oh, damn, man. I, I, I have to really think about this one then. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I don't, but it's that's not, a good story. It's, it, I like it's it. really not important. But it's you, important have really that, stuck, like, you have really stuck with ukulele. Like you're, Cause like even when we were in high school and like we actually were in a band, like you were you were a singer because they're like Aaron can't learn an instrument and like I can't, I can't, you pick exactly. up the ukulele and like you are very good at it. Yeah, you can and play that's it, and I like, by ear. Yeah, and Aaron I tell people better all the time. at ukulele than I am at like I'm almost anything. I mean, Correct. Aaron is 
really an excellent ukulele player. Ukuleleist? I don't know I, which one. I, I like ukulele way better. But what I will say is I tell people all the time, like, listen, you do not understand. Like, I do not have musical talent or patience uh, and everything that I suck at immediately. I just throw away in the trash. If you want to learn to play an instrument, play ukulele. It's the easiest thing in the world to learn. I promise you I'm living proof of that. But doesn't matter. Number one, ukulele. Aaron, I actively is... discourage people from learning ukulele because of how bad it is learning, hearing them learn ukulele. Every time yeah, I hear I... someone playing it, I Bro. yell at them to stop and tell yeah, them how listen, bad they are. Listen, some people only know one Kanye song. I just happen to know three. Yeah. And that's what and makes that's me why, the best uh... ukulologist I know. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I, I uke like a motherfucker. Aaron Angle. Yeah, that's like my. I'm th- pretty sure that was my Facebook profile. That's been my Facebook profile quote forever. Is like, I have the mind of a child, but I uke like a fucking man. And that's just, I, I made that when I was 20. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty much who I am. <laughs> and nothing has changed since then. So I have not, I've not changed a bit. Alan, what is your number one? My number one is my first big kid bike. I don't remember what year it was, but it was this sweet, sweet blue Huffy. Um, and, ah, oh, man, it was just, uh, I, I, like I said, I can't tell you the year. I can't tell you what kind of bike it was outside of it being a Huffy and it being blue. Um, but I rode that thing for uh, a couple years solid. It, you know, I think that for everybody getting their first first bicycle kind of changes the game uh you go from from walking to really moving so Mm -hmm. um that sweet sweet 1990s huffy is my number one i remember i got a bike for christmas one year too and i remember we i think we we went to the bike shop in troy and I picked out a bike. Like my parents had said, like, basically like your gift is we'll buy you a bike. We're going to take you to the bike store tomorrow and we'll get it. And I remember we went and I picked one out and my parents were like, this is the one you want. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me this. And I took it out and I like went to show it off to all the kids in my neighborhood. And they're like, you idiot, that's a girl's bike. And I looked at it and it, it was, it was a girl's bike. And like, because I didn't know the difference. I, I didn't know the difference. I was like no. nine. And it was like, uh, it was, it was like the most brutal fucking like embarrassing thing that had ever happened to me in my life. And like, I think I like cried and took it home and I was like, we have to go to the bike store right now and get a boy's bike. <laughs> I, I, I like, like the question I was about to ask was yeah, like, we did. hey, did, did you prove them all wrong by getting very, very good on that girl's bike and making them all look stupid? And then you finish your sentence with, then I went home and cried and demanded I get a new bike. Which yes. Is yes. <laughs> that, yeah. Dave, Dave, it's prison rules on the streets, man. Like, Dude, no, yeah, I, you, you, you had to do it, man, for survival. Yeah. This was like, uh, this was like, uh, like, I'm thinking of like, little kids and like all the fucking weird little rules that they have and all like the pressure to like, you know, have the cool shit and stuff like that. I'm thinking of like in a Christmas story, like all like the secret rules that kids have that they talk about. And like, I don't know, just like them saying like, that's a girl's bike just crushed me inside. Like it was like the most embarrassed I had ever been. So I remember that. So Alan, you got a boy's bike, right? You were, it was blue. 
It was blue. Well, yeah, I think that they, this they one would was, never make this, they would never make a, a, a bike for women that's blue. So <laughs> it was the nineties. Alan, when you say when you say big kid bike, I mean like was did it have like gears and stuff on it, or was it just like you know not with training it was wheels? Not, and... It was non geared and uh, pedal brake, though, so, but no training wheels. Right, okay. like a kickstand. The whole nice, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was sweet. Plus, it was Mississippi, so it was like warm in winter time. So I could like oh, just get out there right immediately. Go out, yeah. Cool. So you ever, uh, yeah. you ever take that thing off of any sweet jumps? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I actually, that's how it died. Um, <laughs> not on a, not on a sweet jump, but it was on my birthday a couple years later. Dave. I was, <laughs> I was riding this bike around. We had a big circle that we lived on. Um, and it was like probably like a half mile around. And so we all, we were racing our bikes around it. Um, and then we were going to go to the football game and I was racing my bike around it. And someone, I don't know what, like if someone yelled to me or what happened, but I turned around and I was not looking in front of me and I hit this big trailer full of lot equipment <laughs> and I bashed, <laughs> I bashed my head on a lawnmower cause I was wearing a fucking helmet. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah, and so that yeah, was this like, is Mississippi. Yeah, yeah right. Helmets were illegal. But that's how I got stitches on my birthday. Hell yeah! So, I just, nice. I just yeah. want to go back. I think we should have a sound effect for every time Dave makes a Napoleon Dynamite reference. That is, that is, <laughs> not, I had to mute myself. I was laughing so hard. I'm not chill. gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. As as soon as Alan started talking about getting a bike, I immediately was like, "Oh, Napoleon Dynamite time! Let's go! Let's go time, baby!" There's a time. There's a time. It's right now, and you were totally right. That's why you're the leader of this podcast. That's why I started this podcast. <laughs> it is a slow burn for a Napoleon Dynamite reference. Uh, yeah, but dude, that uh, when you're a kid. And you're right, Alan, that moment when you get your first bike that doesn't have training wheels and you can like show all the other kids in the neighborhood, you're like, look at me. I made it. That's the best. I made it. All right. And I did. <laughs> Bloodbath, what is your number one? All right. My number one, I was a little hesitant to, hesitant to uh, talk about this one because when I was thinking back on it, and I've kind of heard your guys' list, I'm like, man, I hope I don't sound like a fucking, like, spoiled, like, shitty kid. Because um, this is a pretty sweet gift. Um, but I decided <laughs> it, it's probably the best gift I got as a kid, so um, I had to throw it in there. Uh, so Christmas 93, I guess. I would have been six. Um, I got uh, a Super Nintendo and a uh, TV for my room so I could play the Super Nintendo. Oh, um, hell yeah. Yep. Uh, TV and a Super Nintendo. I got um, Aladdin, uh, a game called uh, Ninja uh, Ninja Boy, which is really cool. Um, it's like a sort of like a Zelda RPG clone, but you were ninjas. Um, uh, and uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back, the Star Wars game. And um, 
Yeah, dude, like that was just the the like best thing ever. I had no idea I was getting it. I hadn't even asked for it. Um, it was just one of those things. My uh, great grandparents had come in from West Virginia, and I guess they wanted to get it for me. Um, and it just sort of happened. Uh, and um, yeah, dude, like I was just like absolutely fucking blown away. Like as soon as like Christmas was over, because I don't know what your guys's rituals was, which is like something I kind of want to ask. Like, did everyone just get to like get up in the morning and open gifts, or was it, like we, you know, did you guys have to travel to like grandparents' houses, or like was it, like you can open one gift now, but then we open more like later in the day or something like that. Um, anyway, for us, for our family, it was always like you could open one gift on Christmas Eve, and then like Christmas morning you have once like all the grandparents got there, you could like have at it. So it's like, you already have to wait till like 11 o'clock for all your grandparents to get there. Then you just like pile, like just tear into toys and stuff like that. And then, so it must've been like one o'clock in the afternoon. And I was like, dad, you have to like stop whatever the fuck you're doing. Stop enjoying your holiday. Please hook this like <laughs> super Nintendo up. Cause I'm six. And I don't know any better. And immediately I'm losing my shit. <laughs> they got all hooked up and like I started playing video games like two o'clock that like I don't even think I like went to like Christmas dinner. Like I you know, my mom you know, my mom and grandparents were like making Christmas dinner. Like I don't even think I ate with the rest of the family. I think I just like I think I skipped <laughs> dinner altogether. I just like played Super Nintendo like till, you know, ten o'clock at night or something like that. Like just eight straight hours. Like they couldn't get me to stop. Like it was just um, it was just the coolest shit ever, man. Like absolute number one, nothing better has a child than that. Um, yeah. I think it for my family, we did the, like, you can open one gift on Christmas Eve and then on Christmas morning, we would open all of our gifts and then we always had to like clean all the wrapping paper and stuff. And then I think we would just turn on like the 24 hour Christmas vacation thing and then just like watch Christmas vacation. And then we would like play with our stuff. Uh, I don't, we normally didn't go to relatives houses, uh, at least on Christmas morning. Sometimes we would go like later in the day and have like a bigger family Christmas, but like Christmas morning, as far as I remember was always at our house. So we, we always had a chance to like have fun with our stuff. That's cool. And watch Christmas vacation. Like, three four or five times <laughs> what's really funny in like so this is like a weird thing i think like just kids go through like when they're unwrapping presents is like you 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 look at like the size of the presents and even if like it's it's something in a smaller package that's clearly better you're just kind of like oh but i didn't get that really really big one one time for christmas my uh dad got my sister a my size barbie and he got me the Power Rangers Super Nintendo game, and he put them both in the uh, he, he put them both in the same size package. So he put my Super Nintendo game in a giant my size Barbie sized box, <laughs> and I remember just being like like so upset that I got a big package with like a very 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 tiny like gift inside of it. Like I was like six or whatever. Uh, but that was a very funny trick my dad played on me. I think it backfired hard when he didn't when I did not find it as funny as he did. Story of Aaron Engel's life. Big That's a package classic. with very little gift inside. <laughs> <laughs> I my there are in, lots my of in laws that could go. <laughs> my in laws do that sometimes. They'll um they'll get us like a you know I'll get they'll get me like a gift card and they'll put it in a huge box and yeah so that's kind of funny. I know you asked for a refrigerator, but what I got you is even better. Amazon gift card. 
What about you, Alan? What was your were you guys did you guys oh. open gifts at once or um well so it kind of varied a little bit because we lived out of state, right? And so yeah. if we did miss if we did Mississippi Christmas, then we just opened a ball on Christmas morning. I can't um, wait for the Hallmark we at... movie called Mississippi Christmas. <laughs> there has to be there has Sorry, to Rob be a Schneider. movie called Mississippi <laughs> Christmas already. There's no way that that could be something new. Um, <laughs> but when we did Ohio Christmas, we did um, Christmas Eve at my dad's family's house and Christmas Day at my mom's family's house. So at my, my dad's parents and then at my mom's parents. Um, so in... It, and, like two entirely different feels my dad's family was very formal about the way they conducted christmas it was a production <laughs> you know everybody everybody got there you sat down and you ate dinner you sang carols there was usually a christmas Eek. pageant and then we then you got present at the end of it all Really, real quick, dude. <laughs> Christmas pageant. Could you yeah, just elaborate? Yeah. Like, what I, is that? Like, legitimately, like a skit, like a a skit that they had the children do. Okay, I, I'm, I'm assume, gonna pass out. I I'm so uncomfortable for, <laughs> for somebody's entertainment. Um, usually there was like an elf hat and like a uh, Santa beard and. Like some reindeer horns involved. Um, Good question: If anybody, these... <laughs> no, if anybody, like, would anybody say no if Alan's dad told them to do something? I feel like Alan had really no choice in this whole. <laughs> like, I, I would not tell Alan's dad no at all. I put on that fucking I mean, hat. Do you think? Do you think that my dad enjoyed this? I, like, <laughs> there's no. I don't think anyone. I think maybe two people enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> Could, couldn't have been any more. <laughs> and um, I'm also I'm also loving the mental image I'm getting of uh, like Russ with reindeer horns on. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And I, I didn't even get to the weirdest part. There was uh, th- so I told you that we sang Christmas carols. One of them was always the Twelve Days of Christmas, and there were these bells. These fucking bells that <laughs> someone would have the turtle dove bell and they'd have to ring it two times fine fine two times okay but what what like 12 lords of leaping is that what it is yeah 12 times you want to ring the bell 12 fucking times and then you go <laughs> down and you count down the whole time I. it was so that was Christmas Eve I've never felt sorry for Alan before. This is so this is such a weird thing to experience for me right now. <laughs> anyway, Christmas Day though was at my mom's parents' house, who were much less much less concerned about you know the formalities and much more concerned about feeding me sugar and butter. So yeah. I mean that was <laughs> there's no was... there's just a trough of butter and they're like eat. <laughs> There oh, were, there were presents, young but they just let us tear into them. You tear into the presents, everybody gets their stuff, and then you just eat. You eat all day. That's, that's, you just that's the way eating. to do it. That's the yeah, way to do it, it man. Nice. <laughs> that's cool. 
I like when you said Christmas pageant. I was like, are they, did they make them do like a nativity scene, like <laughs> acting or oh. something like that? Did Alan have to dress up as a girl? <laughs> Alan, Alan was one of the sheep. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I was almost always the, uh, the. I was almost always the elf ears. Um, oh, it was almost always the elf ears. Yeah, no, it was. It was a thing. It was like an actual thing. Yeah, oh, that sounds yeah, no. that sounds wild. Like, I, next time I'm in Troy, dude, I gotta talk to your parents. Like, and we gotta see: are there any home videos of this? Can I see Alan and <laughs> oh, Russ God, dressed up so. as reindeer? <laughs> I know, I know that there are pictures. Okay, I don't know that there. Are, Good enough. I mean, there there may be videos somewhere. There are pictures. I don't think they've ever made their way on the internet, but everybody get looking, I guess, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I oh, was like, man. I'm not on the internet. I'll never see this shit. Yeah, I won't, I won't know. Ooh, well, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad that that, I'm glad that that came out. Cause I, I don't know how another like Christmas gift could top that. So let's move into honorable mentions and, uh, I'll get us started with my honorable mention. I mean, like, there's no, there's no easy transition from uh, Alan's family traditions into like my honorable mention Christmas gift. But I gotta say, my honorable mention goes out to like pretty much every year now. I get a nice new pair of like wool socks, and I'm always like, "Fuck yes, new socks, oh. the best." So good. So that's my that's honorable a great mention. Present. Aaron, how about whoever's you? getting you those, Dave? They love you. Yeah. They do, man. They want you to live. It's bloodbath. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's always bloodbath. Uh, my honorable mention is uh, My Pal 2. Uh, it was like this little robot uh, thing that I got when I was a little <laughs> kid. And you could like play games on it and it would talk to you. Uh, I asked my mother ahead of time like of some gift ideas for this top three. And she was like, do you remember My Pal 2? And I was like, I do. And she responded with an exclamation point. He's your mechanical best friend. I was like, I gotta talk about, <laughs> I gotta talk about my pal too. Uh, but yeah, you can play basketball with him, do little games on his chest. That sounded weird. Uh, but yeah, that's my honorable mention. Nice. My pal too. Um, my pal too. Uh, they had all uh, those, all those weird robot toys. Like every boy wanted a robot. Let's let's be fair here. Yeah, I wanted the robot from Rocky Four, but. Rocky three, <laughs> whichever one it was. Uh, four. Happy yeah. birthday, Polly. It, yeah, happy uh, birthday, Polly. All right. Uh, Alan, what's your honorable mention? My honorable mention um, is actually like a category of gift because I received them a few different times. They were uh, the Tiger handheld electronic games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. sure. Not, for sure. Uh, I was always really, really pumped when I got those. Um, Same. But Same. yeah, yeah, it was like that was like the start of video games for me. Yeah, I think I had a, I think I had a basketball one that I played a ton. Yeah, I had, uh, a, I had this sweet like Tecmo Bowl one. It was hell it was yeah. great. Bloodbath. What about you? Uh, I have uh, two. Um, one is um, I got. Uh, uh, the Star uh, Star Wars VHS, the collect the three um, tape collection that came out in the nineties. Nice. Um, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Um, 
Yeah, those are cool. I actually have them sitting behind me right now in my office. Um, and then my other one is a couple years ago, uh, Jamie got me uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade game. Uh, it's one of the, like, uh, the sell them at Walmart. It's, like, three quarters the size, so, like, it's almost the same, like, dimensions, just a little bit smaller. Um, but what's funny about that is she ordered it on Amazon for me, and when it came, you know, they delivered it, whatever, you know, on the 10th of December, she's like, hey, there's a box from Amazon outside. She was, like, taking a shower. Can you, uh, you know, I they said they delivered it. Can you bring it inside? And don't look, you know, don't open it up because it's a surprise. And I was like, okay. And I go out on the porch, and I'm like, it's just in the regular box. So all over the side just says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Arcade. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, so do you want me to, like, actually look at this? She's like, what do you mean? What I'm like, go look it? at it. And she's like, damn it. So that was pretty funny. I, I awesome. wonder what it could be. <laughs> I hope it's a... <laughs> do you think it's like a Cabbage Patch Kid? <laughs> uh, all right. Cool. So let's get into our listener responses for this episode. And we had quite a few people who shared their uh, favorite Christmas gifts. So I'll get started with Chris N. Number three is a Ghostbusters Proton Pack. Number two is a Toy Millennium Falcon. And... I don't know if it's the Lego or just like the a toy. Either way, fucking awesome when you're a kid. Everyone wanted that thing. And number two is a PS2 with the game Kingdom Hearts. That's a solid list, Chris. I also had a Millennium Falcon like that you could put action figures in. That was fucking awesome. All right, next up we have Allison. Uh, her number three is the Wii Fit Balance Board. Number two is a Baby Born uh, quote with everything you see here. Quote. I don't know what that is. Uh, and number one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, never mind. I'm I'm on board. Uh, and her number one is money, which is objectively the best gift you can get. Good mm-hmm. list. Well, if I may pause for a second, the best Christmas gift is the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Who you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> the pagan holiday they changed the day oh my god dude i've heard that 50 times this week i don't know if that's just the thing that everyone's saying this year i get it i get it the body it's, of christ it's because uh, you keep swimmers body you keep walking around talking about um, your lord savior jesus christ <laughs> want you in my life Jesus. 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 And I just want to feel you deep inside me. Money. Baby born. (laughs) Ghostbusters Um, Pro (laughs) Top Next up is Ryan E, whose number three is a pool table. Hell yeah. Um yeah. Uh, fair enough. Number two is N64 with Goldeneye and Super Mario 64. Damn! Putting my Whoa. Arrow Fighters Assault N64 to shame there. Woof. Uh, and number one is a Dean Avalanche electric guitar starter kit. His first guitar. Yeah. Great presence. Yeah, for sure. A pool table. I would have freaked the wow. fuck out if we got a pool table when I was a kid. That's like the ultimate. Yeah. Like, you know, the, there's yeah. like one kid in your neighborhood that has a pool table. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Wes. So many games, so little time podcast. Number three, Xbox One. Number two, Xbox Series <laughs> X. And number one, Xbox 360. 
He seems like a PlayStation guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of those are objectively great gifts. Yeah, 100%. Uh, <laughs> next up, dude, this next one is, is just makes me laugh so much. <laughs> I, I don't understand any of this. <laughs> uh, next up is Ryan A., a former guest on the show, Ryan Arrington. Number three, JoJo's hit 2001 self-titled <laughs> album, JoJo. <laughs> 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 number two nfl extreme and number one a big wheel which is another just objectively like top tier christmas gift when you're a little kid uh, or a 33 year old man a big wheel. guys if anybody knows what nfl extreme is can you please uh hit us up on one of our various social media pages because i don't know what nfl extreme is and i'm bothered by the fact that i don't know what it is I, I'll take that as nobody else knows. Yeah, okay. I, I have no idea. <laughs> cool. I assumed okay, cool. you guys oh, would. It, NFL, it's not a video no. game. I just looked I it up. No yeah, idea. I figured it was a video game. It's a PlayStation game called NFL Extreme, and uh, it's got Mike Allstott on the cover. <laughs> All right, that's wow. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 pretty cool, I guess. All right, next up we have Jake, whose number three is scratch off lotto tickets, which is funny <laughs> because I, my grandpa. Also gives me scratch off lotto tickets. Uh, number two, scratchy uh, lotteries. <laughs> Bloodbath. I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, next uh, is number two for Jake is the Ghostbusters HQ with pink slime. Number one in all capitals Xbox. Hell yeah! By the way, I just I I hope that like in my head. Uh, Jake is four or five years old getting scratch off lotto tickets. And that's, that's <laughs> very hilarious. Like I bloodbath when like and, a couple more years, it. you got to start giving autumn scratch offs for Christmas. Oh yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Come on, baby. In a, a pack of Daddy, smoke. Yeah, come on, scratch it, baby. Daddy need a new subhouse franchise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up is Nave gaming together podcast. Um, Number three, GameCube. Number two, Xbox One X. That seems like too many things. I don't know, though. Um, and number one, the Nintendo 64, which they got they got right. Nintendo 64 is the best. The Xbox right, One like... X is actually the real name, and Xbox has just been getting real wild with how they name their shit in the last, like, five wow. years. Yeah. It's hard to keep up with. All right, next up we have Heather, number three, iPod Mini, circa 2005. Number two, blue inflatable bubble chair. And number one, a puppy. No. A puppy uh, is a great answer. Breed given. She, uh, well, it's a it's a puppy that is promised, so we're speaking it into existence right now that she will get a puppy. Ah, yeah. Ah. We believe so in you, Heather. speaking it into existence. Um... Next up is Jim, and Jim's number three is a Nintendo 64, number two, Snow Skis, and number one, a bass guitar. Hell yeah. Jim Hell is yeah. a man of culture. <laughs> All right, next up we have Mrs. Bloodbath, Jamie. Uh, number three, a snowboard. Number two, the PS3. Number one, the cat she had through childhood. And her honorable mention is a Wes Anderson book. Which I assume Bloodbath got her. Okay, so 
real quick. I'm sorry, but I had to do this. I have to be the cute uh, husband for a minute. Okay. So uh, <laughs> Christmas one year, um, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to get her. Uh, obviously, like we're both big Wes Anderson fans. We like all of his movies a lot. We usually go to the indie theater to go see him because that's the only place that they come out. <clears throat> so one year I was... Uh, had gotten the idea. I'm like, well, we have like two or three of the movies. So I'm, I'm going to go buy, I'm going to get all of them on DVD from Amazon. So I was putting all those together and then it popped up that there was, I had never heard of it before, but there was a Wes Anderson book. It's a, like a coffee table book. It's got, um, you know, each chapter is about each of his movies. Um, they've got, um, you know, uh, letters and notes and reviews about the movies and all the artwork and um, sketches and concept art and and all these like you know playlists and all this really really neat stuff. And I'm like, this is so cool! Like I've never heard of this. It actually came out a couple of years before that. Um, I never even heard of it. I was like, oh, this is so neat. I'm I'm totally gonna get this. This is just gonna be like that. That was like my big like really cool thing. I was gonna get her that year. I was super excited about it put it all together in a box, all the DVDs and the book in this big box. I was just like, this is the last thing I'm going to give her. It's going to be her big uh, gift. So uh, we uh, get up that morning. We start exchanging gifts. Um, she's giving me some gifts. I'm giving her some. And then she's like, oh, hey, I've got a gift I want to give you. It's uh, I'm really, really excited about it. I was like, okay. Uh, she's like, close your eyes. So I close my eyes. And she comes out and she puts the box on the table. I open it up and inside is the Wes Anderson book. And I was, she was like, I found this. I thought that was, this was so cool. I was so excited to give it to you. And I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, cute story. Now we have two copies of the book. I thought you were going to say, like, I was thinking about what to get her and like, I wanted to get her something that's very special. So I traveled back through time and gave her the cat when she was a child. That was in her number one. <laughs> like that Futurama ah, episode. Damn. There's, there's always next Christmas bloodbath. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, uh, next up is Craig, <clears throat> whose number three was a stuffed white Power Ranger doll. Um, very cool. Number two was a Schwann Predator bike. I like that he still knows the name of it. And number one was an official Red Rider carbine action 200 shot range model air rifle with the compass in the stock and this thing that tells time. Just kidding. It's a Kirby plushie. <laughs> I hope to get this year. He's got his fingers crossed. We all have our <laughs> fingers crossed for you too, buddy. Oh, dude, we have that year. Year. That's one our of next days, Craig. Getting Craig. One of these years. <laughs> Except we have Ratboy. His number three. When Craig went on vacation and broke his game gear 20 minutes after leaving. His number two. When Craig went on vacation and broke his game gear 20 minutes after leaving. And his number one. When Craig went on vacation and broke his game gear <laughs> 20 minutes after leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. That Does not like that great character. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I think Ratboy wins if we're picking a winner. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely Ratboy. Definitely Ratboy. Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you, everyone who wrote in and sent your lists. We appreciate you. 
And if you would like to participate in upcoming episodes and give your top threes, the best thing to do is keep your eyes on our social media pages. That's at a top three podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We put out the upcoming topics and you have some time to put your list together and send them in to be included on the show. So that is the end for this episode. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the show, once again, please tell your friends. Uh, ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, uh, uh, what's it called? Good Pods. That's it. Good Pods. And yeah, pay attention to those social media pages. Give us a follow. See what's coming up on the show. Check the episode description for links to the uh, social media pages. So thank you for listening. Everyone, I hope you have a good Christmas, a good New Year. We will see you kind of at the end of December with our top three Beatles songs coming up. So one time, once again, thanks for listening. Merry Christmas from all Merry of us Christmas. here at a top three podcast. Merry See Christmas, ya. everybody. It's all about Happy getting Festivus. gifts, not giving gifts. <laughs> giving gifts is a trick and a scam. Get as many as you can. <laughs> <laughs> And a happy new year. <laughs>